Hello everyone and welcome to another film review. Um, today it's a great honour of mine to uh, have another guest on the show. I've been wanting to do a show and a film review um, with uh, another podcaster. So today I have Kieran here from uh, Film Central Reviews. Kieran, if you just want to introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you very much, Annie. I um, uh, really appreciate um, you know you inviting me onto the podcast. It's it's definitely really nice. We obviously met, uh, you know, and talking about films, and you know, you've appeared on my podcast a couple of times, and it's definitely nice to uh, be sitting in the guest chair for this one. Definitely, yes, because I have been the guest. I think on two occasions now, on two occasions now, on um, Kieran's podcast. Uh, for one, we were talking about our top 10 thrillers and then the second was the smarticus showdown film quiz for which i am the current reigning champion which uh you know not to just uh toot my own horn but toot toot um so today we are going to be talking about a film that both of us love we wanted to really talk about um something we were passionate about and we have gone for, we had a little discussion on, on which films we were going to go for. And we decided on Steven Spielberg's 1985 science fiction hit, Back to the Future. So um, I guess I'll start off um, by giving a quick plot overview um, of the film so this is a movie that sees um it's a very original uh storyline it sees um first of all we find marty mcfly he is a teenager um who comes from a family who aren't particularly successful in their social lives or in any aspect of their lives really um the father is kind of uh, he's getting managed by this um guy um is biff and um he this this teenager uh marty mcfly he He's got kind of like a crazy scientist friend and uh, we we follow them on this amazing adventure um, back back in time, back in time to the 1950s where Marty McFly kind of uh, has to rewrite history a little bit and there are some amazing uh side effects to what he does so kieran if i could just have um some of your highlights from the film um yeah what yeah what would you uh, say about it yeah i think a lot of people sort of say um yeah this film's good this film's bad i think the these days it's so easy to read a critic's review or watch something on social media uh, and sort of go in with that understanding of okay I, I have to like this film because everybody else does but Back to the Future is one of them films which you can meet people who um, like this film and then you can ultimately become friends with you know straight away and I think that 
as films and as two people who really enjoy films, that sort of brings a lot of people together, discussions as we've done here. And this one is just one of them films. Um, you know, like you said, it was released in, in you know, the 1980s where original films were, you know, were definitely at the forefront of cinema. Um, they became, you know, probably not as original now, nowadays with, uh, you know, loads of sequels and prequels and sort of franchise installments where they all have to link together. But this one was an, is an absolute classic. It really is. You, you go into the film thinking it's a, it's an 80s film. It's going to be very, very old. Um, a film that you possibly might think is outdated in terms of the visual effects, but you go, but every single new generation seems to find something very very interesting even if it's just the characters the idea of going to the future looking at how the future was you, um i know we're not talking about it but the second film they went to 2015 and they said oh you know they're gonna have hoverboards and mm-hmm. in 2015 i remember a lot of people saying but the future said that we should have hoverboards you know and and it sort of allows people to uh you know have uh, a really sort of you know good conversation about the film and you know there's so many films where you say you've got to see this film you've got to see this film but it's an experience uh you know watching it with with so many different people and it's one of the films where if you say oh have you seen but to the future and if anybody answers no i i'm very very quickly to say you will love this film and uh yeah that's just my overall thoughts on on sort of the the film as a whole instead of going to to more you know, so plot uh, generic points definitely i mean i think that's so true like you were saying um back in the 80s obviously there were quite a lot more original um films and storylines you know um nowadays we kind of just have films just because we know the storyline or it's a bit of a blockbuster and i mean of course i think back to the future probably was like a summer blockbuster hit back then but it still has such a great storyline and you really care about the characters and they're all really fleshed out and um i think it's a film that all ages can enjoy you know it's a real family film um and i mean i think it's just because i mean the dialogue within it as well is just hilarious um you just really yeah you really care about these characters you care about doc you care about all his mad inventions i mean i think you kind of don't really think any of them are going to work until he actually does create you know he creates this uh time machine in the delorean that um you know is able to transport um transport marty back to the 1950s and i think it's just it's it's such a hilarious um film also just for the fact that you know you get to go back i think this is something that a lot of us think of you know it's like oh imagine if i could go back to a certain time and oh see what my parents were like when they were younger or something like that you know um and this film really gives you that because marty is able to go back to the 50s and well unfortunately he kind of accidentally takes the place of his dad um and then his mother begins to kind of want to date marty instead of wanting to date his father which is a bit of a conundrum really so um 
yeah, that's the main premise. Marty has to kind of save his, you know, save his future self and save his family, really, uh, from not existing. And it's just such a great... It's got so many different, um, you know, storylines that you can follow here. And it's just a real... Even even the soundtrack within it as well, I think, is great. You know, when um, Marty has to, at the the prom, when, you know, the iconic scene where Marty's on stage and uh, he they need a bass player or a guitar player and he goes up there and he begins playing, like, you know, all this music which they've never heard of in the 1950s whereas uh you know he kind of influenced the next generation of music i mean it's it's just great you know and they've got the the other guy in the band and he's on the he's on the phone to his cousin like chuck berry and this is marvin berry yeah um so i was just wondering what do you think about um the characters and the storyline what's your who would you say some of your favorite characters within the film are yeah um just sort of you know going back to your point about sort of you know looking at the different parts of the film i think if you watch the film you as a as somebody who watches a lot of films and a lot of you know different stuff you understand that this film is probably the first real big film that you know mixed mixed genres and i do think the ability for the film to you know use different genres like action adventure sci-fi fantasy uh, yeah, a bit of romance in there uh, definitely the comedy driven through uh, dr um, dr brown's character so so much there's so much here that you can sort of enjoy and you you mentioned that it's a it's a family film and i think that when you watch family films and you sort of try and pick a film i've had the same problem where everybody likes different things everybody likes you know different genres different ideas and it's difficult but when you watch this film you don't feel like it is going to heavily focus on one person it, it has all of them elements together and i think there's a fantastic uh you know Fantastic characters are very, very relatable plot points. So I think there's so many positives to go into this film. You spoke about sort of franchise installments and stuff, stuff like that and summer blockbusters. This film, along with absolute classics like Raiders, Star Wars, Jaws, E.T., this probably started off this, you know, summer blockbusters where every single summer now we're getting um, sort of big films and, you know, massive blockbusters while we're off from like school and, and college and stuff like that. So I think the Band of the Future is is a film. It's nothing else. And um, you know, and a lot of people might, you know, see that oh it's just another film. But the fact that it's had such an influence on pop culture, you know, it's had, you know, two more sequels, an animated series, a theme park ride, several vis video games. It, it is. It's one of the films where, you know, the legacy of it can, can carry on lasting. And it's just a very, very bold uh, piece of filmmaking from everybody involved. Mm, no, definitely. I, I think that's so true, like you were saying, about um, how it has actually become a real cultural influence. And I think that's what 
really tests a film and can see if it's going to be um, something that really stands the test of time. You know, um, we, like you were saying, uh, not in this Back to the Future film, but in the second one, I believe it is the second one, when they do go to the future, we get to see... um, marty's new trainers and i'm pretty sure nike tried to replicate um his they were like the self-lacing trainers um yeah and you know a couple of years ago when everyone thought we were going to have hoverboards because the film said we were going to have hoverboards um there is just so much in this film that really yeah, you do gravitate towards and it has really influenced us um, in in society. And like you said, you know, there was even a, a theme park ride at Universal, um, which I was actually lucky enough. I do remember when I went to Disney, um, I got to go on that ride. And wow. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it's there anymore, which is a real shame because it was one of those ones, um, I think it was kind of like a, virtual reality sort of ride or like 3d type of thing um but yeah um with the like going back to the the actual film though like you said there are two sequels in my mind there seems to be so i thought there was like three or four but i guess it's just because these these films are just real adventure films there's so much to them um that i kind of think oh i thought there was more but yeah, the following film, um, Marty goes into the future um, to see his future self and his future family. And then the third and final film is when Marty goes, him and Doc go right back to the past. I think it's meant to be like cowboy times in America. I don't know, like the 1800s, something like that. Um, and yeah, just seeing all these three films together, I wouldn't say... I could even place one higher than the other because um, I just think each one is a real, you just get a real adventure. Um, but I I would probably say the first one is probably my top favourite. How about you? What would you say? Would you be able to put the three films in an order of favourites? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I know that you just mainly do reviews on your channel. Mm-hmm. Um I sort of, you know, do some other stuff, particularly rankings of of sort of franchises. And I, I would put the third one slightly below her. Mm. I think it changed the formula up. Um, and, you know, they, they tried to do something different. Whether that worked, I'm not sure. Um, it was still thoroughly entertaining, don't get me wrong, but you sort of... You know, see and go okay they needed to do something else I'm not sure whether it worked um, but yeah the first and second one are definitely uh, you know mainly sort of joint I would probably put the first one a little bit due to the influence it had a lot of people do put the originals much higher because it began the franchise if the first film doesn't work it'll just be another sci-fi film um, I'm actually sort of really interested in the stats and we spoke about sort of the idea that it's was it wasn't just made for money. This film was uh, had a 19 million budget. It grossed worldwide 220 million. So you know, 
got back a lot of its budget. It was only in theatres for 547 days, which is equivalent to 78 weeks. That, to me, is a lot. It's a lot of money, of course. But if you go over to the reviews of the film, it's got a 9 out of 10 on IMDb, a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. So even though this film is a classic it's one of the films where at the time critics and box office agree and pe- people really sort of in- enjoy it so yeah i'd probably put the first one just slightly above because with any film that has a big franchise whether it's the marvel films harry potter uh, star wars star trek the the first film is so enjoyable and if it wasn't for that film, it, it, like I said, it would just be another sci-fi film and it'd not have the cultural impact and, you know, impact on people's lives as well. You know, it's very, very nice to see people watch the film and, and celebrate it and sort of that. That's why that's why we love films, to see films have a cultural impact, to change people's lives um, for the better. And, you know, for actors and, and you know, directors, that's possibly what people, um, you know, sort of, you know, love to do their jobs because of the effect it has uh, on people. And a lot of people will say, yeah, well, it's just a, a camera, people acting, and, you know, that's about it. But for a lot of people, it's definitely such a cultural uh, thing where it could bring people together of all ages and, and their interests. Definitely. I think that's so true. You know, um, just talking about films in general, I think that's what why we love them so much because they do bring people uh from all walks of life together when you when you watch them because you can find something relatable in you know in a great story um i was gonna say what would you say maybe your favorite scene or favorite quote from the film is i could just tell you mine quickly um it would probably be when um marty is trying he's really trying his hardest to uh set his dad up with his mum as they're supposed to be going to this you know they're supposed to be going prom together and his dad is just awful at trying to talk to the mum and he just goes you are my density and it's like oh my gosh oh dear he just he just can't get it right his dad just really can't get out can't get it right um yeah i think just just all the scenes where marty is kind of like finding out the truth about his parents you know his mom likes to have a drink uh at the prom as well it's just it's, it's quite hilarious um yeah how about you what would you say favorite quote or favorite scene in the film is yeah i mean there's so, there's so many there, there, there really is it's, it's very very hard to you know think think of one specific and, and why i think you've got to go for the prom scene when he's playing the guitar and we mentioned it but it's just sort of it brings all of that sort of character focus for for marty for marty sort of that redemptive um you know, story in terms of him getting rejected by his band at the beginning and probably fell, falling out of love with music. Um, that that for me is such a good film because also it brings the comedy. If you look at people's faces, the reaction that, well, hang on a minute, what is this? Um, you know, sort of what is this music? Another one for me, and I think it gets heavily 
un- underrated is the is the calf scene where where he go where he goes in and he sort of meets sees his dad for the first time and that 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 is you know really really funny just to see them characters them sort of big personalities come in and you know he's he's definitely trying to get him to um yeah sort of start a relationship with his with his mum uh, but she's really not interested so yeah that would be two of possibly the best scenes sure. um yeah, I mean that just reminds me as well of the um, of the worker in the calf as well. He's trying to get him to stand up for himself, and then that guy's thinking he gets like they suggest that he could be mayor, and he's like, "Oh, mayor! I like the sound of that." <laughs> um, yeah, no, it really is a great film, just all round, definitely. Um, so, Kieran, what would you say? Um, have you been watching any? box sets or series or have you been watching any new films recently that you could recommend yeah yeah i'm i'm trying i mean i think we have the most time out of anybody at the moment to sort of watch mm-hmm. films and, and and enjoy them if you go in with tv shows to begin with um i'm a big fan of superhero films and tv shows so um there's you know, some coming out very recently, like One Division and Batwoman. So they're them two are possibly the ones that I'm looking forward to seeing weekly. Um, in terms of films, it, it'll be a good recommendation to you, uh, Annie. It's a film about uh, called Our Friend. It's got um, Casey Affleck in oh, I- and D- Dakota Johnson, and they are uh, sort of dealing with um, Dakota Johnson's character uh, having cancer and um, their best friend sort of puts his life on hold to go and help them and support them with their with their family. So a real emotional story. Obviously, a lot of people sort of can relate to it in terms of uh, cancer problems. And I think it could definitely be an Oscar nomination for sure. So for me, that's probably the the best film I can recommend it's a new film as well so uh, I think a lot of people have got the time and it's one of them films which I could definitely see get nominated for uh, Oscars come award season yeah that does sound really interesting I will have to look into and Casey Affleck is um, an actor that I absolutely adore so definitely I will look into that one Um, it's it's um sorry to cut you off there but it's a film that um it obviously is a big big drama and if everybody everybody sort of knows Casey Affleck's career the last time he he really played these dramatic characters was Manchester by the mm-hmm. Sea uh, Oscar nomination um so you know if you're a big fan of his performance in that he sort of plays a very similar character and um he's definitely a fantastic uh you know person to sort of come into that genre and really dedicates himself to it definitely definitely i think he gives really good um character actor roles he really has um great range in any film that i've seen him in um i would say a series that i have been watching is it's pretty popular a lot of people have been watching it and i kind of had to see all the fuss was about and it is Bridgerton I don't know if you've watched any of this I can't really imagine that you have but um this is actually something that I it's like right up my street really it's kind of um if you imagine like Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice type of thing um 
all of that old-fashioned style um and it's just really uh really stunning i just absolutely love the costumes i love the storyline um some really interesting characters within it and i've i've just started watching the series so i'm i'm hooked already and i'm i'm going to have to you know like you said we've we've got a bit of time on our hands at the moment so I'm I'm gonna carry on watching that, and I would recommend yeah, Bridgerton to everyone who hasn't already started watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're very you're very right to say that. I have um, not watched that mm. one. It's probably not my uh, dedicated uh, thing, but I I did see a story that that was Netflix's most um, successful show in terms of viewing. So you know the fact that you said that it's had a large audience already, um, you know honestly shows that netflix are doing something right with their original stuff so uh yeah i've i've heard of it probably not something uh you know i'd necessarily watch my target audience but you know if it's doing really well i could definitely see it being a big strong thing for netflix similar to like uh what stranger things was for sure you know like you said they have really got um some amazing original series on there and yeah this is just another one to add to their list so yes kieran thank you very much for joining me on my podcast and on this film review of back to the future it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you and hopefully we can um collaborate again on another film review in the future yeah thank you very much for having me i've 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 loved it um especially being you know the guest on a podcast and i like to do it very often but no absolutely um, fantastic of course you have to defend your title on the smarticus showdown mm-hmm. uh you know very very soon but no I, I definitely think talking about some incredible classics is is good for people when uh, and i think you're doing an amazing job well, thank you very much there. And yes, we are keeping it classic on this podcast always. And so um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this latest podcast. And I will be back soon with another one. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. <laughs>